Welcome back to Studio Stories. I'm your host, Christy Brewington, and today we'll be joined by Rebecca and Dean Stu from blog and Instagram, Not Another Mum Group. Thank you so much for joining us today, Rebecca and Dean. It's lovely to have you both here. I'm Rebecca and Dean are from Not Another Mum Group, and we're going to discuss difficulties in making new friends as first-time parents and how social networking is used for the better. So we're huge fans of Not Another Mum Group. Tell us how your blogging and, and events journey began. So we, uh, we found out last March that we were pregnant um, after it was about nearly three years of trying for a baby. And at our 20-week scan, we found out that Teddy had a, a cleft lip and possible cleft palate. And uh, our world just turned upside down yeah, a little bit. And it was a really scary time for us because we didn't know what that meant for him. Um, and we were moving to another area as well with no, no uh, close connections. So I started up a Facebook page just to try and meet some uh, mums, local mums and uh, like pregnant mums, just so that Teddy would have some babies and children around the same age as him growing up. Because uh, generally you'd worry about people being bullied at school, but yeah. uh, when you've got a scar on your face or something, Kids can be quite cruel, can't they? Yeah. So we, we set up the Facebook group and started meeting a few uh, local mums, um, started sharing local events and organising coffee mornings. And then um, Dean wanted to meet a few local dads because it was going so well. So we set up monthly family meets as well. And then, uh, I don't know if you if you have children or not, but in the middle of the night when you're doing those night feeds you come up with some weird and wonderful ideas <laughs> in your head and create all these business ideas and things and uh, that was where I decided I wanted to make it into a website and uh, kind of put a lot of time into it uh, because everyone was saying it was so helpful um, a lot of people that we've met through it haven't done their usual NCT classes where you meet you, your group of parent friends so uh, it's been really helpful for them um, and we, we didn't know anyone in the new area, so it was it was quite isolating at first, wasn't it? Um, we didn't have much of a social life unless we went back to where we'd moved from. And I found it quite daunting, the idea of going to baby groups on my own. Um, quite a sociable person, generally, but when you put into a new situation, I think, and with a baby to be responsible for, it's quite, it made me feel quite anxious. So it was really helpful to have met those mums previously in a really casual setting and then go go and do activities together. And now we've got so many families involved in our meetups that we're, each month we're having to find bigger venues and uh, big outdoor spaces and, and you've got a dad's WhatsApp group now, haven't you? <laughs> yeah, dads are slowly getting involved. Not, not as good as, as the mothers, unfortunately, but uh, we're getting there with... Uh, our groups as well, especially the late night feeds. Uh, the dad's WhatsApp group can go sort of uh, wild at three o'clock in the morning. <laughs> start talking uh, about who's had the least sleep as a bit of a competition. At the moment. <laughs> it does get competitive, it doesn't it? Do, I'm so. more tired than you. <laughs> so it's been quite a success then. Yeah, I think it, especially since we started the website, it's kind of it's grown into something we never imagined it could become. And we've we started working with some big brands and doing bigger events, and uh, we've got a lot of interesting products, uh, projects in the pipeline as well. And it's just, it's just 
kept me busy, <laughs> busier. It's crazy to think how, you know, 10 to 15 years ago, um, both of our jobs effectively, all of our jobs wouldn't actually have existed. Do you find that, you know, with the whole new digital age, that these communities can be created to support each other? 100%. The, the support that we've had, um, just generally and through uh, our Teddy's cleft diagnosis, has been incredible. Um, and it makes you feel like you can, you can get through the bad days, doesn't it? And I mean, it was really, really low time for us just after his diagnosis and wondering what would happen and how we would uh, manage going through the the operations and we've made some really nice friends online and when when we first found out about his cleft I joined oh sorry we we first started um, as an IVF in Instagram because we uh, we were We'd spent about three years trying to conceive. We'd gone through fertility tests and uh, we'd been approved for IVF. We were about five weeks away from starting our first cycle when we found out we were pregnant. And I was in an IVF Facebook group and got chatting to a lovely mum called Laura who was going through it around the same time. And um, she actually gave birth to her son, George, the day after we had Teddy. Oh, wow, so um, nice. Yeah, but look, luckily we, we didn't need the IVF, but she successfully went through the process. And we met for the first time uh, two days ago, oh, uh, which was so really nice. lovely. Did uh, Teddy meet, what was the... Um, George. George, did Teddy meet George? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it so was so lovely hopefully. to see them together. Yeah, good friends as well, yeah. hopefully when they grow up. And we, I've met, um, one of my closest friends at the moment is a mum that I met through our page, Rebecca, and we speak every day throughout the night and uh, we always meet up, even just for a walk in the park, just to get that adult time. Yeah. yeah. And then we, uh, uh, through the Instagram group, uh, sorry, the Instagram page, I'm part of a mum bloggers WhatsApp group and it's really nice to see other women building each other up and cheering each other on instead of the um, the negative side that you can sometimes see around social media. Yes. And obviously the lovely little Teddy we spoke about, he has a cleft lip. And I know when we were discussing, you know, recording this podcast together, that you said you wanted him to grow up with people that understand what he's been through and yeah. people that aren't going to bully him when he's older. Have you, other than George, met any other children that he's you know met with or growing up with we've met so many families through through our especially through our family meets and the coffee mornings that we've been arranging um, and a lot of them they've had babies around the same time as as Teddy arrived so he's got like this little crew of baby <laughs> friends that, that they're all used to each other they saw him before his operation and and after and it's really nice to see them interacting now that he's more engaging isn't it um, we, we had to wait until he was born to confirm the pal cleft palate, but that wasn't involved luckily. So he's, he's only had to have one operation this year, which was done in April when he was four months old. Um, it, was, it was probably the worst day of our lives, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. Was it? It's not something I would love to be uh, willing to repeat, really. Um, no. Yeah, it wasn't a nice experience. Yeah. But what the, what the surgeon has done for him in terms of his appearance is incredible. You could, if it wasn't for that, that pink line underneath his nose. You never you, would have known. No, no. no they, um, 
there's a little lump that's appeared in the nostril that they made him so he's going to have to have a surgery around November time but that will be an in and out day surgery and then his next one isn't till he's about eight or nine when he's got his adult teeth because he's got a cleft in his gum so uh, we've got a bit of a break and we, we've already planned that after that operation we're going to take him to Disney World oh, in Florida amazing. just to celebrate yeah. Um, finishing that hopefully he won't have any more surgeries after that one yeah and that age he'll just absolutely he love will. it and yeah. soak it all up <laughs> yeah um yeah as i mentioned earlier our, our journey started with the fertility testing and it's just been such a whirlwind and it's yeah, just <laughs> definitely the social media has helped yeah for us especially one as as brand new parents uh, two with the cleft diagnosis and the complete unknown your world being turned upside yeah. down you've mm. got this jubilation of going into a scan so here we go it's our 20 week scan and then you come out so it sounds alien to say but so deflated because you think something's wrong something isn't right something isn't the norm mm. and then as two new people without the world of social media I don't think we probably would have coped because before social media existed, you very much had your family network and your friends network, and a lot of the things were word of mouth. So you would speak to somebody, oh no, we didn't know, or somebody knew somebody with a cleft or with a similar condition, but it would only be via word of mouth, where social media is so easy just to go online, type in the cleft, and you get all these support pages come up. Um, you know, even with things like Instagram and the hashtag, all you have to do is hashtag cleft, and people from as far as Brazil that we've had comment wow, to say. Brazil. We've got a similar journey to yourselves. This is our son. Coincidentally, their son looks very similar to Teddy. It was really, really yeah, it was really creepy. But yeah, the, the advent of social media for us as new parents um, and for Teddy going through what he's gone through has been absolutely fantastic yes. for us to be able to reach out and get almost instantaneous support um, with what is now becoming across the globe. And, um, and to be able to support other families with... We've had we've been documenting it on on a separate Instagram too, not another mom group because that started a long time ago. Yeah. Um, and we've had some lovely messages from people that had been following our page after their their own cleft diagnosis and reached out and asked us about our experiences because they they had anxiety around it all and and we we've, we've built up some really nice friendships. There's there's one woman Jen who has a son a few months older than Teddy called Will and. She has set up a business around awareness of cleft and uh, lip and palate awareness. Can't speak. And um, called Don't Get Lippy, and we're going to be working with her to try and boost that awareness as well. We're waiting for our t-shirts to arrive. <laughs> <laughs> Spreading the word is great, yeah. isn't it? And it's a great platform to be able to do it. It is, and we the one of the best pages has been the Cleft Lip and Palette Association social pages as well, where it's, it's an international page. You can talk to everyone around the world, really. And it's just incredible how you can reach people who have a similar circumstance to you. It's really nice to feel that solidarity as well and to yeah, feel is. a form of togetherness when, as you say, you were going into something that was so unknown and must have been frightening and to be able to have support from other people and say, oh, yeah. here's our journey, here's our story as well. So that must have given you guys some reassurance. Mm -hmm. yes. And when, I think when we came out of that 20 week scan, we immediately Googled it and that's probably the worst thing you yeah. can do because we ended up sitting in a coffee shop crying our eyes out, mm -hmm. didn't we, into our Americanos. <laughs> um, 
it it wasn't a good day. But then when when you've got that network to support, it, I think it's probably better sometimes when you talk to someone you don't know. Yeah. Because you don't have those those emotional ties or family ties or anything. You can just you really can just put it all out there and receive it back. We've seen your hashtag mum in real life, which we love. So can you share some of the most inspiring stories from mum in real life? Yeah, so when we decided to make Not Another Mum Group into a website and kind of like a one-stop shop for the Midlands parents, we we wanted it to be a parent-led venture and we wanted it to be an honest representation of motherhood and parenthood and get other parents involved and other families. And um, I'd not done any blogging before until we launched the website. And personally, I feel very vulnerable putting myself out there. And sometimes I, I'm, I'm wondering whether I should say something or, or should I leave it out. But I think it's important to, to just put it all, all out there. And because I found it quite a healing process for certain things, um, I wanted to offer that, that creative outlet for people to share their experiences and put their feelings or their fears into words and just to help other people do it as well. And we've had topics from births not going to plan, uh, having a baby that's whisked off to the neonatal ward, um, and a, a really good one that I, I think it was our first first um, mum in real life feature. It was um, that you can cope with everything that motherhood throws at you because you just, we were talking about it yesterday, weren't we? we you're in that hospital environment or with with the medical professionals there and then all of a sudden the following day they send you home and especially as a a first-time parent it's just so overwhelming and um, (laughs) those first newborn hazy days are are insane scouring the house looking for an instruction manual to try and help you but the google history (laughs) (laughs) should should my baby do this should my baby do this and we, we've been able to share these journeys with people and uh, and then that's prompted discussions on our social pages and we've had some lovely um, comments and, and private messages and emails around the uh, mum in real life hashtag and, and people really want to get involved with it which is good because it's it's kind of reaffirming what we set the page up to do. Yeah, and it must be nice as well for them to see, you know, like it's not, it's not this easy journey that people on Instagram can make it appear to be it's definitely not <laughs> yeah I mean, if you look at some of the sort of celebrity influencer world a lot of it's product based is this product's amazing what makes our page different is um, we're putting honest reviews on there from people that are going through this or have been through the same experience with us with, with babies children um, people with complex needs and actually doing a warts and all offer to say this is what happened to me at this time, this may be of help to you as well. Um, so much like um, Rebecca's alluded to is, there's a degree of vulnerability from us putting a lot of our personal life out there, but we're trying to do it as a, this is us. This is not a sell and um, based on commission or based on products being given to us. This is us going through a new parenting journey, sharing our views and hopefully we can depart some experience, uh, knowledge, wisdom, if you like, onto others who are in a similar position to us. Yeah, that's inspiring. I think it's so important for other people as well. You know, I bet there are people out there that have read your journey and followed your blog and followed your Instagram page that have sometimes needed to hear that bit of honesty that sometimes Instagram can 
you know, sometimes people on Instagram, I think, can struggle to always be, you know, 100%, this is us, this is exactly what we're going through, because it's an easy place to hide that. Yeah, it is. Um, so, for Not Another Bum Group, what is on the cards? What's, what are the plans for the rest of this year? Is there anything exciting coming up that we can look forward to? We've got so many projects on the go at the moment. It, it is becoming an, a full-time job, isn't it? Yeah, I'm, I'm not sleeping. <laughs> we, Dean, Dean's off at work. And, and when Teddy goes to bed, I, I go to work on the website. Um, we've recently partnered with Legoland Discovery Centre in Birmingham. Exciting. And not another mum group are going to be hosting their little play sessions, wow. uh, which is an alternative baby and toddler group. So we're going to be doing some structured play around creativity and imagination. And then people will have some free time to explore the centre as well. Uh, that's going to start in September and hopefully it will be uh, rolling out each month. Uh, we, we're so oversubscribed for the first session, aren't we? <laughs> uh, we? We were worried we wouldn't get the 15 spots sorted, and it's it's just gone a bit crazy, hasn't it? Yeah, our, our phone keeps pinging with new registrations, so it's, uh, hopefully that'll be a success. It's a good place to be. Yeah, it is. Mm. Um, we've got some new features that are coming to our website in the next month or so. Uh, one of them is a parents-only page where we're going to be showcasing... Um, brands and events just for adults so uh, previously we've, we've been mainly family focused haven't we and and uh, especially the mums are saying well what about mum nights out and what about us we need we need some time away from the baby yeah <laughs> um so we're going to be uh, we're going to be sharing more information about that when we've confirmed some some partnerships but we, we've had some really really interesting meetings over the past week or so so really excited to tell everyone about that soon and one of the mums approached us to create a psychology corner page on our website we've got a lot of psychologists and psychotherapists in our group in the mum group yeah um, so uh, as we we, were, we wanted to be that parent-led venture we wanted to get them involved and they're going to be doing like a monthly kind of like a monthly um, article around maybe child development attachment uh, relationships so um, hopefully that'll bring bring an, another dimension to to what we're offering, and uh, we've got some amazing giveaways that are coming up that will be announced at the end of the month. So it's it's all go, isn't it? Busy busy <laughs> time of year for you guys. Really busy, yeah. <laughs> and finally, our main question that we ask every person that comes to speak to us: What is your main mantra <coughs> that you live by, and why? Mine is to find the joy in the journey. Um, it took years for us to get that positive pregnancy test and it included loads of invasive t uh, fertility testing and, and so much heartbreak along the way. And the morning that we found out I was pregnant, well, uh, we edged on my brain forever. <laughs> I remember waking <laughs> Dino. I was shouting him to wake him up and he woke up and he thought somebody was stealing the car. <laughs> And then we laughed for about half an hour and FaceTimed my mum. <laughs> so yeah. that was quite the relief then that it, it was yeah. harm wasn't yeah. stolen. Yeah. Was yeah. <laughs> yeah, and then um, obviously we, the pregnancy was dampened a bit by Teddy's diagnosis and it was like his whole path through life had, had shifted. But I think we were on board with all the changes now and it hasn't phased him whatsoever. And we, we didn't know if we'd ever get to have a family and now we've got this incredible, funny, clever little thing mm -hmm. who uh, 
he is our joy, isn't he? He's the, he's the joy we found in the journey. And it just reminds me when I'm having a bad day to just focus on those positives because there's, there's so much negativity out there that you sometimes overlook, don't you? What, what's yeah, right in front of your face. To. Yeah, so um, I say that to myself quite a lot. That's a lovely mantra. Yeah. Thank you so much for joining us today. It's been a pleasure speaking to you both. Coming up next week, we have Ali Vayan to discuss with us how to be a more sustainable family.